Is there anything worse than being sick for months on end and having no explanation as to why you feel like you've been hit by a bus? Oh my gosh, it is the absolute worst. You feel terrible physically and no one has the answer as to why you feel the way you do. Nonetheless, a plan to get you feeling better. It's frustrating, exhausting, and depressing. Struggling with chronic illness can feel like your entire life has been put on hold. Not feeling well enough to do anything more than the minimum required to function becomes your absolute reality. If you can relate to this, then you won't want to miss today's show. You're listening to Living Beyond Limits, and I'm your host, Marcy Langlois. Today, we're going to explore how to know when it is time to move on and find another practitioner, what options are available to you for care, and what you can do in the meantime to help yourself feel better. I have been on a lifelong journey of trying to feel better physically. My issues started the day that I was born. I was born with a cleft lip and palate, and that was the beginning of a lifetime of illness for me. As a child, I remember having these terrible chronic ear infections. I was constantly stuffed up. I had chronic sinus infections, bronchitis, and then just the run-of-the-mill average ordinary childhood ailments. I took hundreds of rounds of antibiotics, hundreds, literally. And this was long before doctors knew how antibiotics actually impacted the health of your gut. Eventually, the issues that I faced as a young person did abate a bit. The sinus infection issues, though, they never got better. As I got older, I would have probably six or more sinus infections a year, and I just never felt well. Things escalated into chronic fatigue, and then I had all sorts of different kinds of viral and bacterial infections that my body simply could not clear. Eventually, my nervous system went completely haywire, and that, my friends, is no picnic whatsoever. It's been a lot. And if you can relate to any of this, then honestly, I have to tell you, my heart really goes out to you. It's so difficult to be sick and such a huge source of frustration that no one could help me. That was my largest source of frustration. I had nowhere to turn. You know, when you don't feel well and you just need some slice of hope to hang on to and you go to the doctor and they say, God, I really have no idea what's causing this. Oh my God, it is literally like the most deflating thing that a doctor can say to you when you're in the midst of this chronic situation. I bet if you're listening, then you can relate, unfortunately. And you've been there many times too. This is precisely why I'm so passionate about our episode today. What to do when your doctors don't know why you're sick. I wanna help lay out some things that I've learned along the way so that hopefully, just maybe, I can help you get somewhere sooner than later. The first question that everyone needs to ask themselves is, how do I know when I need to find another doctor or practitioner? The first sign is when your current doctor can't tell you why you're sick or how to get well. I know, it seems like this should be a super obvious answer, right? But truthfully, when you're constantly sick and just barely hanging on, the idea of trying to find someone that can help feels completely overwhelming. If you're like me, you get stuck in medical systems, spending years of time there without any forward progress. They don't have any answers, and they continue to prescribe the same treatment over and over. No change in symptoms, and over time, things get worse. Never got any better at all. Only worse. And then I would ask myself, though, what am I supposed to do? And I'd say, isn't the doctor supposed to know what's best for me? No, they don't. Actually, you know what's best for you. And if you can't get clear information from your provider, then you need to move on. The second sure sign that you need a new practitioner is when you leave your appointment and you feel like your feelings and experiences haven't been 
validated. I bet you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like they may not come right out and say it, but basically they tell you that your symptoms are all in your head. Or, you know, my other favorite is when they tell you, oh, what you're experiencing, I've never heard of that. Sounds almost impossible. Like it doesn't make any sense according to the medical model. So when that happens, you need to know that you deserve a practitioner that hears you, believes you, and knows that you know your body the best. They need to be able to ask clarifying questions to help problem solve things that may sound out of the ordinary instead of just dismissing it. The third thing that highlights the need for a new practitioner is their inability to properly assess, treat, and explain what is going on to you. For example, right, you go in, you tell the doctor that within an hour of waking up in the morning, you feel like you can barely move because the fatigue is so bad. And this is what they say back to you. You need to go to bed earlier. You need to get more rest. Are you kidding me? Like they didn't hear that this is beyond tiredness. You could literally sleep the clock around and still wake up and feel completely exhausted. This is not helpful at all and certainly not leading you any closer to a resolution. I found that having someone who thinks outside of the box and takes the time to get to know you individually makes all the difference in the world. If you're thinking, oh my goodness, I can relate to most of these experiences, then what am I supposed to do now, Marcy? What other options are there for care besides a traditional medical doctor? Most people feel doomed, like they're stuck. I have great news. There are a lot of other options besides just a traditional medical doctor. I didn't happen to be familiar with them when I started my journey, so I want to lay these out for you here today. I thought I was just stuck in the traditional medical realm, but there's great options. So if you have insurance and you want to use it, then a functional medicine doctor, osteopath, or an integrative medicine doctor are all really awesome options. I've seen all of them personally. So here's what a functional medicine doctor does. It's sort of like a hybrid between a naturopath and a medical doctor. They'll use supplements, herbs, and pharmaceuticals to treat your condition. An osteopath, though, is a medical doctor that treats the body holistically. They recognize that the body is a complete being, totality, right? Interconnected. Those are the words that I think of when I think of osteopath. Instead of looking at things allopathically, they look at your emotional, mental, and physical health. Once they have a good idea of what's going on, then they determine a course of action and treatment based on all of it. Finally, an integrative medicine doctor is really similar to an osteopath, and it may just be a bit easier to find an integrative medicine doctor instead of an osteopath in your area. Outside of the traditional medical world is naturopathic medicine. You can see a naturopathic doctor, which is similar to a Western medicine doctor, but trained in treating the body primarily with all natural herbs and holistic treatments and remedies. In some areas, they can prescribe pharmaceuticals. Then there's a naturopath. They're not a doctor, but they have had some training and schooling. They don't have the same level of knowledge as a naturopathic doctor and often rely on muscle testing rather than lab work to assess the patient. In some areas and regions, though, naturopaths and naturopathic doctors are covered by insurance. So check that out for yourself. And then just beyond naturopathic medicine is energy work. One of my all-time favorites, honestly. There's so many different practitioners, modalities, and truly gifted healers out there. Acupuncture is an amazing technique that has provided me with great relief, and my insurance covered a portion of it. 
There are also some incredibly amazing people that have learned modalities to move energy in the body that can provide benefits when nothing else can. I mean, honestly, really, if you've never tried it and it resonates for you, check into it. I have gotten my greatest benefit from energy work over anything else I've tried. Remember, our bodies are made of energy, and when energy is out of alignment, then it's easy for disease and illness to set in. So having someone that is trained to properly move energy can create dramatic results and improvements. You might be asking yourself, but what can I do now? While all of these are great suggestions, you actually have far more power to help yourself than you may even realize. I had no idea how much I could actually do to change the results that I was getting. What I've discovered for myself is that all illness is actually an imbalance in the body and restoring balance is key. There's a great book by Donna Eden by the name of Energy Medicine. It's a book that will show you how to treat yourself at home regardless of what you are dealing with, like literally. She has protocols that show you how to move your own energy. The specific protocols are intended to rebalance the energy based on your symptoms. It's quite straightforward, actually. If you need additional help with it, there are certified energy medicine practitioners that are around the world. Or you can reach out to me and I may be able to help provide just a quick overview or connect you to my personal practitioner. It's been a life-changing modality for me. It helped when nothing else could or did. I found that having a small daily routine that takes less than five minutes has made a huge impact to restore the balance to my system. The second thing that you can really work with every single day is stress. We hear about stress all of the time, but I don't think most people really understand how important it is. I know that I did not. I had no clue. I thought I could do whatever I wanted whenever I wanted, and it would be fine. My body would just catch up. It turns out that is absolutely not true. Working like a maniac, having 100 things on your to-do list, and then having some sort of personal life actually is too much stress, and your body is not equipped to handle it. So my advice to you is assess your stress level across your life. How is your emotional well-being? How are your finances? Do you ever have fun or is it all work and no play? Take a long, hard look at all of this and cut out all the things that are unnecessary. Schedule in time to relax, rejuvenate, and be at ease. Reducing my stress was one of the biggest things that I did to heal my body, literally. I can't tell you how important handling stress is. Last but not least, and probably most importantly, is your mindset. Being chronically ill can be depressing. For me, it was awful. I struggled with depression so much when I was sick. Let's face it, it's not fun to feel like crap every day. It's infuriating to not be able to hang out with your family and your friends and have fun, to do the things that you want when you wake up every day, right? And feel good while doing them. Being chronically ill is a huge challenge and affects every area of our lives. I spent years being angry that I had to deal with this. I was very angry. I felt like a victim a lot of days and completely powerless. Here's what I learned though. If I can find ways to be grateful, it sure helps a lot. If I can stay focused on what I do have rather than what I don't, then it makes a huge difference for me. It turns out that a lot of research shows that what we think and what we feel 
the body responds to. I've learned to pick my thoughts carefully so that I'm in alignment with wellness and health rather than victim and frustration. Friends, honestly, I could talk about this stuff all day long, but I've given you a pretty clear path of things to do when your doctor doesn't know why you're sick or how to help you get well. As well, I have provided three things that you can do today to help yourself while you're trying to find a practitioner that can fit your needs. Reach out to me on my website if you have any other questions regarding this episode, or if you'd like me to dive into anything I have mentioned just a bit deeper. I so appreciate you joining me today. If you felt like this episode was helpful or informative, please share this with your circle of friends and coworkers. Please follow me on TikTok, Facebook, or Instagram. Until next week, be aiming to live beyond limits.